The Notary's Unsealed podcast is brought to you by the Georgia Notary Network and Captivated Notary Marketing Solutions. Coming up on this episode. Try, do you think most people will actually sit down and read the contract based on how they're moving right now? Right. So you may not be the best qualified, but if you can show them that you're a team player and that you're not going to disturb and rock the boat and all of that. Morality. A lot of people don't have strong moralities. Real smooth this time. We know the reason sealed. Uh huh. This my everyday life. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. Every day I hustle out here living it right. Let's go. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down. It's time in front of the mic. Here we go. Took the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q. The podcast you can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Y'all heard the word. Uh-huh. Griff, Matherin, and Let's Q. Yeah, we are the first. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Notaries Unsealed. I'm your host, Quentin Smith, and I got my guys with me, Uncle Griffin, Ishmael Mathurin. Say what's up to the people, fellas. Hey, what's going on, party people? Y'all ready for a good one? Come on now. Let's let's get this thing popping. I heard that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Let's get this thing going, guys. Hope you guys are doing well today. Speaking of doing well, Mathurin, how you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm getting, I'm getting better, man. You know, since we got back from that Florida trip, we've been sick. I thought we had cleared, but the other day my son's walking around here. He's over here sniffing. I'm like, yo, I thought you, I thought we, I thought we already got you over this. Now he's sick again. Back in bed he goes. So oh, this man. weekend, back this weekend's a lot of herbs, teas, and just just relaxing. A lot of water. Hey, get him some oranges, man. Some fresh oranges. Have me some of those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I didn't get his behind. Yeah, man, that's you know that's pretty much it, man. man Kids sick. Man, give him give him a lawnmower, some axe, and tell him to start chopping on the tree, man. Sweat that bad boy out. I'm be laying around. Yo, get him out there true. working. True, it's true. It's too cold. It's too cold up here. He, He'll be all right. I'll be breaking no sweat. He'll be all right. <laughs> oh, you saw no, the movie yeah. Iron Will. The movie Iron Will. The little the little um little Alaskan race throw his butt out there in the cold so he can. <laughs> Bro, I've had some of my, my my best, deepest, hottest sweats out there um, shoveling snow, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's a that that's a whole series. That, that's that's a serious sweating right there, man. It's crazy because I never thought, you know, I never thought I, you know, when I first moved up here, I was shoveling snow. I'm like, you know, I'm first time. I'm thinking, okay, there's no way I'm gonna be sweating like this. Mm-hmm. Then I got inside, man. Shoot, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> damn. That's crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I might have, uh, I might have him do some jumping Jackson push ups thing, bro. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm gonna get him working. I'm gonna get him working. <laughs> <laughs> Griff, what's up, man? How you feeling, man? Ah, oh, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. I've just been real melancholy lately, man. I mean, I've just been like, just sort of contemplating life and the world as we know it in the notary world and just like hmm you know just trying to get my focus and direction on what I want to do now and um and I will tell you this here it is me you know since my pop passed I've been able to just like be full time in the business meaning no other really responsibilities and just right. strictly do the no it's a different animal it's one thing because you always got, okay, well, let me go back to, the, you know, deal with the kids or the mm-hmm. spouse 
or my parents, you know, you, it's like, I got something like I'm doing the notary, but then I shift because I always got to sort of put the brakes on to go deal with this other stuff in my life. Right. And now I don't have it. And I tell you, man, it is I mean, really, really different um, to just. We like, talked about that. You know, we talked about that during, you know, that episode, we, yeah. you know, right after that was something that, you know, I asked you a question. Are you are you ready for that? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, so here we are. <laughs> yeah. And, and in that past month in the month of November, I did 61 assignments, you know, and I'm like, you did okay. 61 in a week. Oh no! Oh, for no, the whole no, no, month. No. Oh, okay. Oh, for the, yeah, for the okay, whole for month the in the month of November. But in one of the weeks, the week before Thanksgiving, I think I mentioned last time, I did twenty-one assignments. Yeah, he was yeah. getting it. <laughs> you yeah, know, you out there and everything. So it's been good. Um, business has been flowing good. Um, I've just been trying to stay patient, you know, because there's so many of these notaries cutting the fool out here that some of the signing companies are treating us like children. Like they got to explain and tell us to do every little thing. And I'm like, I'm 55 years old. Look at my profile. You ain't got to tell me as soon as I hit the thing saying I'm done with the signing. Oh, don't forget to drop, um, don't forget to drop them off. And don't forget yeah, to send us right. I know that I've already told yeah. you. It's, it's common sense. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they are treating you like babies, kids. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. There, there is no baseline right now. And this is kind of uh, leading us into what we're going to be discussing this evening. Um, but the notary ecosystem right now is, is, is so unbalanced because in one aspect, you have a bunch of notaries that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. So you have signing companies that are treating us, like Griff was saying, as children. But then on the other 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 side of the coin is you have notaries that are going above and beyond what we are supposed to be doing, which is setting a bad precedence because they may be doing things that are outside of the parameters and scope of what we've been commissioned to do as notaries, right? And so what that does is it gives a false impression to the signing companies because it's not their job to know exactly what it is that we do. It's our job to no, know. So, so when they have notaries that are willing to go above and beyond, and that's not to say that other notaries like myself, because I'm going to, uh, I'm going to fall into this other group. It's not to say that we're lazy. It's just that we understand the parameters of what our business is right yeah and that's been a struggle because even um well matter of fact case in point i was doing um a closing for my new home builder and there was a new real estate agent she came over to me and started asking me am i going to explain the documents because this was her first time working with the company and apparently they didn't tell her the flow of things and, you know, I only got one set of documents because that's what they want. They tell me, don't print out another two sets, just one set of documents. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and she's like, so where's the title person? I was like, they're not here. They just have me. So you're going to explain the documents? I mean, you know, to make sure they know what they're signing. And I said, well, they typically give them a copy of the documents to look over the night before. So they should know what they're doing. I said, legally, I'm not allowed to do that. And the way she was looking right. like, oh, dang. Uh, okay, so you know you ain't supposed to do that, huh? I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not supposed to do that. That is not my role to sit here and try to educate somebody on why they're signing these documents. If they don't understand why they're signing these documents on a $700,000 house they buying, 
we got a bigger yeah. problem. There is <laughs> yeah, a bigger problem. You know, way bigger problem there. Yeah, so I'm, you know, so most notaries will feel intimidated by that and be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to explain everything. I'm going to make sure that I go over everything with a fine tooth comb. And I'm like, no, you're brand new. Very nice lady. But I'm like, you're brand new. You're just rolling up in here. And I've done, done about maybe 15, 20 with them. I cannot all of a sudden start doing things the way you want them to be done. Because yep. and she's been in the business for 30 some years. So I'm like, I get that. But we got to operate one in accordance with our state laws as, as a real estate agent and a notary. And two, as this company wants things to flow. Now, it's not my fault. They didn't educate her on how the things work, but I know what I'm supposed to do and what they expected me to do and it's work. So I got to stay in that lane, <laughs> you right. know, and everything went well. We got in there. The couple was like, yeah, we already seen the documents. The husband, he just wanted to sign the wife. She didn't know what the heck was going on. She was like, whatever he say, I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah. So I could have went Yeah. So if I would have got intimidated by what the agent said and started doing things to make her feel comfortable, to make her feel like, you know, like, well, this is the way I like my signings done. I could have really upset that couple because they had a particular flow and a mindset that did not jive with the way she wanted things to be. So, you know, so that's that's the one thing that I've been dealing with and I get it, you know. Um I mean, here here's 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 the thing like a lot of new folks, a lot of people that have been in the business mm -hmm. with times being slow right now, people are trying to get as much business as they possibly can. Completely understandable. Yeah, but, right? Yeah, but they also are doing stuff that that's not honest work. Right. Right. You know, like I, I get that we are trying to ensure business. You know, a lot of us are trying to get those um, direct clients, right? So I, I get trying to go above and beyond. The problem with that is, like we've been saying, is now you're studying an expectation that's going outside of your realm and the parameters and scope of what your state has laid out for what you're actually able and capable of doing within your title of being a notary public right and, and the, the the thing about all of this is you know i could try to speak eloquently as much as possible but i'm gonna just break it down like this with all y'all people out here that are doing that i want you to think about this you've been doing this for a couple for for at least two or three years right been doing this with these signing agencies and what did they turn around and do our fees have been cut Mm -hmm. Yep. Big time. Yeah. So so they don't care that you are going above and beyond. They're going to let you do you because it means that they don't have to do more work, but they're right. cutting your fees at the same time. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, and that's the thing, you know, and as I've always said, if they got two hundred dollars that they're getting and all they can pay you is seventy five, how do you get them to pay you more? And especially if they're getting paid less. And they and they themselves now, now here's the thing here's the thing and let's just be real typically in the w2 world whoever is working their butts off and doing extra they expect everybody to do the same right even mm -hmm. though yeah. that person may not be obligated to do the same so when i was in the military we worked our butts off and then we're looking at the government contractors 
Like, man, y'all just doing the bare minimal. Well, that's what they did. They're <laughs> they not doing it. No, they doing what they was assigned to do. So when yeah, I became right. a government contractor and they was like, hey, you're going to do this. I'm like, well, at first I was like, okay, cool. And then the contracting people was like, who I was employed by, they're like, oh, what you doing? I'm like, yep. well, he said they need, uh, 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 they ain't paying nah, us to do that. You're going to the game? No, you stick to the contract. Right. Stick to the contract. And I was yeah. like, man, and so, and, and, and here's a good example. We had these, um, we had a general service contract, which meant I'm a web developer. And basically under that contract, whatever they asked me to do, I was supposed to do because it was just a general service contract. Well, they mm -hmm. switched the government and said, well, we want to be more specific and try. I guess they thought they were saving money by having a task oriented contract, meaning each position was assigned a certain type of task. So your t so mine was like five point mine was like five point oh and five point one through five point seven. And anything that fell within that realm, I was I was obligated to do. If it right. fell outside of it, I could not do because the company wasn't Correct. going to get paid. So we had a situation where this guy, it was a it was a um a computer box and the only and they and they had crapped out for some reason. Well, there was the guy who was allowed because of his task to hit the reset button. He wasn't there. The other guy who installed it was there. And they asked the guy who installed it. They you said, you need it. to hit the reset button. He wow. he said, I can't. He's like, why? Because that's not my that's not my assignment. He said, my yep. orders are to do this, to install it, to make sure the wires come out of it and go where they need to go. And that's what I've done. And he's like, but you know what's wrong with it? He's like, yeah, it needs to be reset. <laughs> I'm about to stick to the script. He's like sticking but, but to the listen, script. Listen, that's what a contract is, though. That's what contracts are for. If you know where you stand within within the contract, and you stay you stay within those those boundaries. That's it. Right. You don't go beyond that. Because if he would have hit that button, even though technically he had the same skill as the guy who was assigned to press the button. They was basically the same position. The difference was they assigned him to do one thing and the other guy to do the other. So he's like, I can't cross that line. And that's the thing, you know, that we have to understand that we can't cross certain lines because even if the company did say, well, we got your back for going over and above and doing something you shouldn't legally, we still were wrong in doing it. Right. Right. So because at the, the end of the day, you you were deemed that that wasn't your role. You you crossed it, and now you've put the company in, as in a liability. Uh, they're liable for if something were to go wrong. If pressing reset didn't get the outcome that they thought that it was going to get, and something went wrong, so now you just had somebody that wasn't assigned this position doing this. Why did the consulting company allow this to happen? See, now that that opens up a whole different line of questioning. And this is why it's so important that, you know, and I said this a, a couple mm -hmm. episodes ago, that the contracts, we aren't seeing the full contracts before we agree to them. Correct. So a lot, a lot of us don't know what our, 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 our complete boundaries are, right? And, and this is just a kind of a, an issue that I've been having um, myself personally when it comes to, to doing, you know, uh, loan closings. Right. There's just... 
a lot of gray area there that as I go along in my journey in this notary business that I'm seeing that, you know, I, I just don't like the way that this ecosystem is and where we as the notary stand in this line of business when it comes to that aspect of it. Right. And well, based, well, based on the based on the stuff that's going on right now with with the with how the notaries are not paying attention do you really think that even if the signing companies were to um you know tell them exactly what's on that contract do you think most people will actually sit down and read the contract based on how they're moving right now it doesn't matter if we think if they would or if they wouldn't what does matter is the fact that the opportunity to read it isn't there you know, if they check, if they present it to us and they give us that opportunity to read it and we choose not to read it, that's on us. Yeah. Just like these people that are signing documents, if they choose not to understand those documents, that's on them. It's not on us. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, it's like I do agree with what you're saying as far as that it should it should be there. But I, I just feel like it's very select few of us will actually sit there and read it. Well, I think that the majority then um, that are not the three of us on this podcast right here, <laughs> if you find yourself, uh, you know, in that situation where you, where, you know, you hear what we're talking about, if they presented you with a full contract, how many of these contracts, especially if you're getting three or four of them in a day, are you actually going to take the time to read? Me, I'm going to read every single one of them because that's yeah. how I've already trained myself to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you have to be willing to say, okay, if I don't read them, I can't fuss about it. Right. If I, no, if I not opt at all. not to read it, then I can't fuss about it. I just, I have to just accept the fact that, okay, they got this, they got this on me. Now, here's the thing. I learned this years ago from a preacher, and I might have mentioned this before in a different um, one of our other episodes, but he said something simple. He said, the problem that a lot of and I'm going to use it from the, the analogy that he gave with was church. He said the issue that a lot of pastors have is that they didn't start their church outright. They started their church with a lot of emotions and hype and, you know, who got the best choir. And then after right. 10, 15 years of doing, you know, church, they realized that wasn't a good foundation because the people don't really know how to believe on their own. They're just all hyped up and went full of emotions. How does that translate to being a notary? He said, because depending on how you start, sometimes once you if you start the wrong way, you can't change because in order to change, you're going to lose a whole bunch of members because they're looking for this emotionalism. And now you're right. trying to come with the practicality and, and and proper teaching. So how does that affect us in business with a notary, whatever? If you know you're in a business and most of them fall in this category of there's rules and regulations and policies and standards that you got to abide by in order to conduct proper business. If you start off being shady, if you start off doing stuff slick and then all of a sudden you get in a position where they say, well, we want to give you this contract to where you can do dot, dot, dot. But the stipulation is you got to follow these guidelines. Well, now you got, okay, in order to follow these guidelines, I'm going to be losing people because the people who I was hooking up with stuff, I can no longer hook up. Right. And now they're going to be mad at me because they're used to backdating, you know, my notarizations for and <laughs> initialing on behalf of people. Like one company asked oh, me to do man. Now oh, all of man. a sudden you say like, I can't trouble. do that no more. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've been doing it. What's wrong? So guess what? You're going to lose them. So in other words... 
if you're going to be a strong business owner, you got to make the, the decision that I made. I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. The decision that I made was I'm going to do it right out the box. If I know to do it right, I'm going to do it right. And if yep. you choose not to use me because I'm doing it this way, which doesn't fit into your business model or, or how you want, then fine. And I learned anybody working W2, you've heard this phrase. Well, we want to just make sure you're a right fit. And what I learned the hard way, that means we want to make sure that you ain't going to mess up what we got going on. Because what we, the way we do things may not necessarily be right. And we need somebody who's going to fit in. Right. Keep the system going. Right. So you may not be the best qualified, but if you can show them that you're a team player and that you're not going to disturb and rock the boat and all of that. They'll be like, all right, cool. Come on. Yeah, we'll hire you. We'll pay yep. you good money. Oh, yeah. But if you, Give you all the benefits, yeah, all the benefits that you need. But the moment you allow the true you, if this is a part of you, the true, hey, I want to do things right. I want to be a person of integrity. Then you're going to have to, you got a decision to make. So, Griff, so why do you think that folks struggle with that? You know, a lot of folks, especially within this business, and like we see it, like we're not gonna call anybody out. Why, 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 why is it so hard for folks to? Yeah, go ahead, on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know they don't want a practice. You know, as far as being like, you know what you're supposed to do. You know how you're supposed to conduct your business. But then again, you are allowing these tactics being used by other companies even by customers who call you because not just the signing companies are trying to get a hold you know get one over the the order even regular people that's calling for services they try to get they try to take advantage of the situation as well so why do you feel that you um it's one simple word morality a lot of Mm. people don't, don't have strong moralities um it's a sad thing and it's a sad state that we're living in. I mean, let's look at it. We idolize things that we call stars and they're actors and actors are paid liars. That's what they do. Right. They lie. Ooh. They lie to us on screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, actors I'm, I'm, are I'm, paid I'm, liars. I like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go there. And then we sit there and we put, we, we give credit and, and give weight to the things that they say. So where do our morals stand? Right. So as a whole, um, not just in the notary community, but just as a whole, as a people, because like you said, customers call us, they try to get over us. You know, as a whole, we lack morals. You know, people don't have a code. And how and how important it is for not just a business owner, just you as an individual yourself for you to have certain code that you go by. You got to have principles, man. You have to have something to to balance yourself off of, you know, like that old saying from, I think it might have been Malcolm, you know, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. You know, you have to to set guidelines and principles for yourself to, to kind of walk by and live by on a daily basis. So that way, as things happen around you, you don't just react to things reacting is not uh, a, a an action of strength you know if you're reacting that means that you're allowing somebody else to control what you do you know we should be having those set principles for ourselves um so that way when things happen we take action we're able to assess assess the situation assess what would be best for everyone involved and move accordingly like bruce lee be water 
right but right. a lot of people like that's 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 a whole different level of conversation um but i think you know just to answer your question is it's just a lack of morals man we're okay with with half with you know trying to get get by on, on people you know um most of us most people you know on a daily basis they're looking for a come up a quick come up and they're mm -hmm. okay with that yeah that's true yeah yeah you're right because and i was sitting here trying to see if i could find that video there was a video that I saw probably, it was within the last four years, um, probably just before the pandemic or right when I got on YouTube, where Warren Buffett and Bill Gates was talking to a bunch of business people. And he said, the problem right now is that young people don't have any business ethics. They weren't taught respect and ethics in their household as a child. So they become right. business owners and they carry that lack of ethics and business mm -hmm. maturity into their business and they do people wrong. And that's what's missing. You know, the pe people are so afraid to do things right because the world always tells us when you do things right, it can take a lot longer to get yep. to where you want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And nobody right, wants to wait. And that's why if you look at it, all these people who were scamming folk, they were scamming people with the real estate, with the Amazon FBA and all of that. PPP. PPP, even the notary <laughs> stuff. And I'm telling Credit you. Credit repair. Look, Oops. Any, Oops. look, anybody who's Oops. doing this hey, scamming stuff now. in the notary Oops. world, y'all better, y'all better get your act together because I'm telling you, these Not people are going else. industry by industry and calling out the scammers. Hold on, Griff. Can I? Can I? I, I want to get back to you, but real quick. Yeah. I, I wasn't calling anybody out when I was talking about credit repair. I'm not right. saying that there's a there's there's a lot of scamming happening just in general when it comes to that. I'm not calling anybody out. Oh okay? yeah. Look, man. See, look, see. I get the DMs all the time, so I know exactly what you're talking about. They yeah, are out there. They're out and there. And then what, what what people fail to realize is, look, it doesn't matter. If you, if you, if you are, if you're trying to account, if you're trying to reach a certain goal and you want to go about it the wrong way, like, yeah, you might find success mm -hmm. for about six months, maybe a year. If you get lucky, you might make it to two, three years top. But at the end of the day, because you wasn't built on a solid foundation, at the end of the day, everything comes crumble down, especially if you're taking advantage of people. Mm -hmm. yep. It's like that. That that's that's one thing people they keep failing to realize it. You will you will gain your short term success, and you will have all these materialistic thing that you claim that's important to you. But when it comes falling down, look, man, it's <laughs> you might just end up in prison. <laughs> and you know what, Matherin, I'm glad you said that because falling down doesn't have to be monetarily falling down either. Because falling no. down could be now you now you're surrounded by a bunch of people that are just out to get you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and then, hey, it could you know be what? you're falling down because now now the people that you're around, the quality of those people has gone down. I think that yes. that's worse falling down than mon than monetarily. Yeah, you're absolutely well, right. Well, see that brings up a side thing for me. But as men, as men, <laughs> we need to really be mindful of what other men we connect with. See, yeah. I love the connection us three have, and then also that includes Caprinus and mm -hmm. um, Gannon. 
Yeah, and, and Gary too, man. Right, Gary and Gary, too. Gary Pierre Lewis. I love that connection. Okay, <clears throat> I love that connection we have because we respect one another. We already know inherently not to put each other in a position to where it could affect our families in a negative manner. We understand, mm -hmm. you know, okay, this person has kids, that person doesn't, this person's married, all of that. And we just inherently respect that. So it's not even a thing where we have to have a discussion like, yo, man, make sure you respect my family. No, we know inherently to do that yeah. because first it starts with us as an individual. Right. As men... And ladies, don't don't. I don't want to hear nothing about. Hey, what about the women? Let the women talk on the women. No, this, this is that talk that they need to hear. Yeah, the, they the need, women they need, need to hear this, the men talk I, about I gotta this. say specifically for men, we got a great responsibility for our families, and we cannot afford to be tied up with a bunch of other men who are full of foolishness. Look, I know. Some of us may not have had fathers in our lives, might not have had the proper role models, this, that, and the other. But it doesn't mean you have to just fall for any dude that's making money. And making money is not the end all be all. Making money no. is not the thing that makes you a man, you know. And it's just also for a lot of the young fellas out there, a lot of y'all are just flat out too dis daggone respectful. Y'all are yep. too disrespectful. You think because you're making some money in your life that that means that you are better than me or you can put me down. And I'm going to just say me. Okay. I, it, it's really to any man. That is not how you build good, solid male relationships by trying to see who got the biggest one. Well, my bank account is bigger than yours. My, this is bigger than yours. My dad is bigger than yours. No, just because your wife might quote unquote, look better than mine, just because your kids might be five-star recruit athletes and stuff. It, none of that means anything. You got it doesn't. And that's where the problem is. You're trying to one up people rather than trying to just learn how to relate to people and support people and be there. Because let's just be real. When push come to shove and, and things get tight, a lot of these guys out here don't know how to come alongside and help somebody. And the moment true. you can't, the moment you can't feed them anymore, meaning you, the moment you're no longer able to just keep putting money into their pockets by buying their stuff and buying their course and caping for them, they're gonna leave you alone. And those ain't the no, kind of wrong. dudes you need to be with, you know. And and I'm telling you, there's a lot of guys out here who are straight slicksters. And and see that's why I know I roll by myself. <laughs> I roll by myself because they because most they guys know turkeys. that I ain't down with that. <laughs> what you say? The jive turkeys out there. You got some jive turkeys out there. That's right. You got some jive turkeys, man. You got all these little slicksters. And and I'm sorry, you know that that you know that's been really bugging me. And for the last month, that's really what I've been. That's been on my mind, man. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, it's so many guys are all caught up into trying to be a part of the cool kids club and trying to validate themselves and trying to call themselves a hustler and trying to be this big guy and that big guy and all this, that, and the other. And I'm sitting here like, and you're scrambling and you really don't have anything together, but you just want this emotional high of saying I'm somebody special yeah. without oh, actually being special. <laughs> That's true. So uh, I think where a lot of the disconnect comes from, because you know I'm, 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 
out of that young fly and fresh you know when i was 25 years old i was making 170k a year you couldn't tell me nothing right i think that you know a lot of a lot of men out there right now have the right mind frame of going out there and getting and being productive Mm -hmm. right which is a great thing you know from past generations from just 15 20 years ago where it looked like we were struggling a lot you know a lot of guys have found their own way whether it be in it whether it be in the health field you know you got a lot of guys that are personal trainers out there um you got a lot of people that are just doing their thing i think that there's a level of maturity that needs to happen a lot sooner for us um because as i'm coming into my the you know the end of my 30s i'm just starting to hit that stride i think that in generations before um that transition happened a lot sooner because of the circumstances in the world that you guys were living in at that time um but i agree with you um you know a lot of guys they look down on other men because of their bank account where i'm the type of person i don't look down on nobody unless i'm complimenting their shoes <laughs> you know what i mean right. um mm-hmm. but that's taken a, a, a maturity to get there um and i think that a lot of men right now are riding the popularity and, and because of social media and everybody's trying to be it right now yeah. and, and be seen um but i i think it takes just time for these, this generation of men that are, are, are progressing now to kind of come back around to be more uh, in tune with what the community needs and what, you know, the way that they can build with other men. You know, we're, we're in such a competition right now. You're right. Because right. that's all they're doing. That's all. That's all. That's all. You know, that's what's being shown out there. You know, just like you were saying, you as far as when you make that reference to the celebrities and the actors, that's what they are seeing. That's what this new generation is seeing. So they feel like in order for them to appear successful or they cannot associate or they cannot, you know, help each other out because they feel like if they are helping the next person out, that's taken away from them. But in reality, that doesn't take anything away from you. It actually brings you more value. If you're truly out there trying to help someone, and you actually want to provide, bring value to them. It all, it also gonna bring value back to you. But a lot of folks are so caught up of, I just want to make money off the next person, and I don't care if they don't get absolutely no value from me. As long as I get them to pay me for my time or for my course, that's all that matters. And you know, it's a, it, it's a, it's a bad trait to have as a young man. It's a bad trait to have as a melodin man mm-hmm. because. Yeah. We are not able to work together the way we should. Meanwhile, if we look at our, our, our counterparts, especially notary, real estate industry, I see them getting together, providing value to one another. But for some reason for us, it's very few of us that actually want to help one another out. You know, learn about each other, learn about our family, learn about some of the hobbies that we do and actually have a conversation as a man. It's very difficult for us to have that. No, you're right. You're right. And, you know, yeah. everybody's, you know, see, first of all, the the, 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 the the main thing that's lacking and you can't help anybody if you don't have any experience. This is true. And a lot of these guys don't have experience. They they do real estate investing or whatever 
for about six months to a year and it's like okay now i got this course that can teach you that, that you can only teach them that one aspect or that one lane that you have mastered you mastered one lane yep. and there's too many different lanes within the realm of real estate that you need to understand right. but you can't teach them that you're just teaching them to do what you did and what you're doing does not work in every real estate market environment does it work when the market is hot does it work when the market is stagnant does it work when the market is slow if it well if it only works in one of those three areas then what are you doing to teach them for the others? Well, I don't have experience in that. Then you need to be quiet and sit off to the sideline and get experience so you can be well-rounded. Go ahead, Griff. <laughs> Go ahead, Griff. I mean, that's, that's the Kick truth, man. The I mean, nobody, I mean, everybody want, everybody's afraid to be well-rounded. <laughs> they just want to hop out here and just be like, I want to be the first one to have a course that teaches you this, teaches you that. And I'm like, Okay, so it taught them something, but see, oh man, and then, and <laughs> look, Sorry, hey, hey, you know, you know what? Since we talk about the course, just start letting let it be known that my course on how to boil water will be coming out soon, <laughs> <laughs> and then how to boil water too with water is followed right after that uh, with salt. Be coming with salt, out soon. With salt All water. Right. Just be ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of these people, they don't have experience whatsoever. And then the people who are paying and running behind them, you're so desperate to not yes. fail. And you're so afraid to not fail because you got people in your life that are just straight up punking you and making you feel bad for sometimes even existing. Why would you dare think that you could be an entrepreneur? Why would you think that you can leave that, that, you know, that $80,000 a year job with all those benefits and go out here and follow some dream you have. And you go out here and now you, you sneak around and try to be an entrepreneur with nobody knowing and you're afraid to take a step out there because you're afraid that if you fail, now you got to let them know this is a part of life. This yeah. is a part of life. And if you're unwilling to go out here and take a chance, then go ahead on and let them control your whole heart and mind. And you can't say, well, I'll just wait till they die. Nah, those are, those are the people who live for 265 years. <laughs> and they don't die. And they just find a way to stay around and just be there to block you from, as they say in the church, your blessing. But you got you got to fight for this. If you believe in this, you believe in yourself. You got to just get out there and do this daggone thing and bump all the naysayers. They're going to hate you no matter what. So just at least be following your dream and doing what you need to do. Look, let me say this here. Many of you out here who's listening. You went to a college or decided to go back to college or even just to go to college and people around you said you can't make it. Let's just, let's let's make it yeah. even more real. Some of you went to a all white college, a college that had very few black people in it. But because of the desire that you had in your heart to get educated in a particular field, you had to go to this predominantly white school. Mm hmm. And you know what? You didn't let nobody tell you otherwise. You said, I don't care how racist they might be. I don't care how much they may not like women or like men or whatever. I'm going to go do this. 
Yeah. And then you get your little happy butt over here in the entrepreneur world with being a notary. And now every time you turn around, I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. You're punking yourself. But you didn't let nobody stop you from going after something that they said was impossible because you believed in it. You said you believe in being a notary. You believe that you can do this business. Okay, well then, heck, let's make it happen. Well, I don't know. I need more training. You went to one college, got your degree, and now you made all the money you're supposed to make. That's me snapping my fingers, cute. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and you doing all of that, and you didn't have no problem with that. But you scared to take a chance mm-hmm. with this. I don't understand you're right. You're right. Yeah, I don't get it either. And um, with all that training that you're getting, uh, please remember to check your state laws to make sure that the training that you're getting and receiving is keeping you within the parameters uh, of what they have laid out for what you are able to do and capable to do with your business. Uh, yep. There's the, the, the attitude of can't nobody tell me what to do with my business. Well, you shouldn't have became a notary because there are parameters and guidelines on how we are supposed to operate. So, yes, somebody can tell you what to do with your business. Oh, yeah. And on that note, <laughs> uh, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be back, guys. All yeah, right. I'm going to get my cheesecake. <laughs> yep. Hey, Georgia Notaries, it's that time of year again. The Georgia Notary Network is open. It's 2023 membership application for those who are interested in joining the GAN fam. If you're looking for mentorship, membership, and community, then we welcome you to join us. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at info at GANotarynetwork.com. This year's application can be found on our website at www.GANotarynetwork.com. Don't hesitate. The application will be open from December the 1st to January 31st. Look, we welcome you in advance to the GANVAM and we'll see you in the network. mess up like i do every other week uh we're back here notaries until as you heard we have a new sponsor shout out to the gan 
uh, folks down there in Georgia, Samantha Smith, she was a guest a couple episodes ago, the Georgia uh, Notary Network. They are doing some wonderful things. They are having their open enrollment season um, going into January, I believe. Uh, if you're in the Georgia area, definitely check out Samantha Smith. And also coming up on January 14th, 2023, we have the Level Up Notary Signing Agent Virtual Summit. All right. That is coming up. Uh, if you have, if you were able to watch it last year, by all means, we want you to attend this year because we've got a couple of things that haven't really been put out there to, to expose to you guys. So, uh, what I'm going to share with you, this is the first time that we're going to be announcing it. And I'm sure you're going to see some type of flyer from it for it at some point. But during the Level Up Virtual Up Summit this year, Notaries Unsealed. We'll be doing a 30-minute special during the summit. So you guys make sure that you get your tickets. I think, Griff, Griff, you're going to be a part of yeah, the summit correct. as well. Yeah, I'll be there. All right. You've got the Notaries Unsealed team that's going to be there. And also, for those of you that don't follow me on social media, like you should, at the Captivated Notary. Anyway, I'm not going to get upset about it. Captivated is partnering with the level up summit so uh lori morgan reached out to me and she asked me to help her with the visuals so it's captivated baby the level up summit has been captivated so this is going to be a great summit it's a great opportunity for captivated i promise you this is going to be something that you have never seen before no doubt i'm going mm -hmm. all out everybody's going to see what captivated is all about oh yeah if you didn't know now you know. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Love it's it. going to be exciting. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see the, the finishing products, man. Well deserved, Q. Well deserved. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of hard work. A lot of sleepless nights. But, hey, when you dedicate yourself to something, I, I want the listeners out there to just put this into perspective. I started Captivated from a thought. In March, it became something. In six months, I'm now producing all the video footage for the largest online summit for notaries. Keep that in mind. Just work. Work your plan. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, enough talking about Captivated, by the way. CaptivatedNotarystore.com. Um, and in our last segment, we were talking about watching the people that you keep. And I created a shirt called Quality People Only. You can find that on the CaptivatedNotaryStore.com too. Shameless plug. I don't care. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> QPO. Uh, so uh, to end the show, uh, uh, we were just talking um, while we were on break, and I've got a question that we're all going to go through and kind of round robin this thing, and Matherin's going to go first. All right. So the question is, uh, well, it's not really a question, but tell us a, a – um, a social media platform that you are not a fan of and at the same time tell us a social media platform that you are a fan of all right so social media platform it's it's crazy i crazy i won't say i'm not a fan of it because i've been on that platform since maybe 2011 so i started on that platform but the platform i am not really a fan of right now is linkedin um maybe now i'm starting to use it more for like for my business, you know, advertising or um, business, the shows and everything else like that. Maybe because yeah. I'm not really, I don't, 
get how it is. Yeah, it's like clunky. Exactly. The website is clunky. Yeah, like it's how not fluid. To actual go with the you know fluid. with the algorithm. Like I, I've seen other people that's doing it. Like Samantha Smith, she's amazing on LinkedIn. She's constantly posting on LinkedIn, and um, um. I think it was Nakisha Smith from After Hours. They, those two are are extremely yeah, on active on LinkedIn. But for some reason, I have not gotten the gist of it. I'm not sure if it's maybe because I have not upgraded my plan. Maybe there's more option if you upgrade your plan. Um, but I'm not really a fan of it right now. Maybe in the future, you know, I'll learn how to do it properly and whatnot. But the other, the social media that I do like is Instagram. You know, I, I, oh man, uh, I gee. think everybody that's like top, top three on everyone's list right now. <laughs> you know, it's an Instagram just being able to, you know, um, to advertise using the different hashtags. So once you understand like which hashtag, you know, has the most following, be able to tag that within your posts, the location, you know, be able to add music that's trending and stuff like that. I feel like that gives you a lot of exposure. So, It'd be a- Can I teach teach the people something about uh, Instagram real fast? Because I know a lot of folks are going to say, oh, Instagram's great. Yeah. yeah, Instagram is great. And I know that they're going to piggyback and say, oh, I can advertise my business. Okay, I want you guys to understand something about Instagram, okay? Only 9 to 10% of those people that follow you are going to see what you post on Instagram. This is a known fact. Okay, Instagram admits it. Okay, you can have 2,000 followers. Nine to ten percent of those followers are going to see what you post. Nobody else. I just want you to keep that in in mind when you're thinking about spending time. Yeah, that's marketing a cold hard fact too. Uh, that is, you know, which I don't get wise like that. But in a, but I'm not uh, a tech guy, so I'm just gonna leave it as that. But definitely, and then uh, if I had to choose a third one, it would be Facebook. You know, for the same reason as Instagram. Look, I'm giving them a bonus, you know, a free bonus, and we're not even charging you for it. Look at that. He sold one of mine. That's fine, though. Yeah, I'm sure you come up with MySpace. I love MySpace. I miss me. I miss me Hente and Black Planet. What? What? Never mind. Anyway, Griff. Um, Griff, tell us a social media platform that you are not a fan of and one that you are. I one don't of. like Twitter. Mm, okay, that's like a good Twitter. one. There's not enough characters nah, for you? you know how much as I... Just, no. <laughs> nah. Nah. Nah, it doesn't allow me to do, to do my full dissertation. you can't read the full thesis huh no i don't like twitter and it's like if you follow certain people on twitter then it's like all of a sudden you just getting all of these notifications and i don't know i just don't like twitter i just don't like it i never liked it even when it was just 140 characters i was like "Eh." i'm like it's useless (laughs) to me I, I I just got on the Twitter myself, and I, I will say that I am enjoying following Elon Musk. That is very entertaining. Oh, really? It is. It really uh, see, I think is. I have a Twitter account, but I don't remember the password to it. It's been years. It's been years since I've been on there. 
Yeah, so if you're on Twitter, feel free to look me up. It's at uh, Captivated Notary. It's Captivated without the E, though, because Twitter wouldn't let me get the whole word in there. Look at that. See, that's why I don't like Twitter. Social media Nazis. I'm going to be taking letters from you. Oh, I might not be able to say that. I'm be taking letters from you. My favorite platform. How are you going to take a letter from me? I'm serious. Captivated. Look at that. You can't even get your name on there properly. Captivated. Captivated notary. Properly, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Sheesh. Uh, Griff, tell us one that you like. I know my all time favorite is YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love YouTube. Um, Now, granted, I got, you know, now YouTube got this thing where they don't want to count viewers so you got to ask people to hit the like button and click on the super thanks and all of that kind of stuff but overall i like i like youtube i like it um i haven't had i really haven't had any problems with it you know however you got to really make sure you be careful about what you say because they real quick to say that you bullying somebody or whatever the case may be but I like YouTube the best. Um, yeah, I like YouTube the best, man. I don't know. I just, yeah, I can just flow with it. Sure, you better like YouTube. You got like what, fourteen thousand subscribers? I think it's obvious <laughs> that you like. It. <laughs> yeah, fourteen thousand yeah, like subscribers. Five or six videos up there, but uh, five or six hundred. I'm about to pull them off right now. You're on your way to five or six hundred. Give us one more, Griff. What's one more that you like since Matthew had to, you know, go an extra step? Let's go ahead. Let's, let's, what's another one? I am mildly fond of Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure Instagram out. What I don't like about Instagram is that if you put links up there, I guess you got to use that link tree for people to click on them. I don't like that. Right. So that's, you know, it's something that I battle with. Um, because I really don't like that they don't allow you to put links in there. Uh, so I don't put links in there. And it it's so frustrating because it's like, especially with the podcast, you want to put links directly on, you know, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. we'll post these snippets throughout the week. You want to put a link directly to it, but you can't. And it makes no sense because that's a, a, a very specific spot for you to be able to drive, you know, generate traffic to, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to get people to. It's very frustrating. I don't understand why Instagram did that. It doesn't make sense. You also can't copy and paste unless you're on a PC. If you're on a PC and you're on Instagram, then you can copy and paste and put it in. But if you're on a phone, you're not allowed to copy and paste. So this is just a, a notice that for all you people that are putting little hyperlinks in your in your posts on Instagram, um, think you know, hoping that people are going to click on it to go to your website, they can't. And if they're on their phone, they're not even able to copy and paste it. So, so just stop. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, that, um, that's that's a huge issue. Yeah. Quick shout out. You make a post, you can't even edit it. No, you can't. You can't. Right. So I just find another reason why <clears throat> Griff may like YouTube. If you don't know, Griff has seven hundred and eighty-one thousand and forty-eight views so far on YouTube. <laughs> how, how, I got what now? Seven hundred and eighty-one thousand and forty-eight views. Mm. Hey, Griff, you ain't buying nah. those, did you? Nah, nah, I'm a self-made man what, on YouTube. What, 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 <laughs> Look, I didn't even ask people to click the button to say they liked the videos for like the first eight to ten months. <laughs> 
I was just letting people do that True. on their own. So yep. I don't even like doing it now because it seemed like you begging for somebody to give you approval. But I understand the, the rationale behind it <clears throat> and everything that you got to tell people and stuff so that they can remember to do it so they can keep getting the notifications and stuff. But yeah. outside of right. that, I mean, I like YouTube. I mean, the platform is simple, mm -hmm. easy to use. Throw the videos up there. It's a lot easier on, on the um, phone to, is, than what it used to be on the phone. Yeah. Um, it is pretty good. I like the members only section. I wasn't a fan of it at first, yeah. but once I did some research and understood how it op operates, the members only section is real good for those who want to have a little more personal contact with you to get to know you better and things of that nature. So, yeah, I like the members only this section, you know, so people click the join button and then they got a little bit more access to me and I can put some unique content out for them. So now I would say this here, a platform that I wouldn't mind doing would be Patreon. I, I would love to do Patreon. Um only for the simple fact of really being uncensored mm -hmm. on there. However, it would not benefit what we have now. I know guys listening right now are like, no, no, no. We want to hear y'all talk that talk. However, at the end of the day, our faces and our voices are still associated with our business. And I think the three of us are in agreement yeah, that that's not in yeah, our best. You don't want to hear that. Uh, you don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no. then you might and get I, your feeling hurt. That from us. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then the other side of the house is that because notaries are spending so much money on all this sometimes unnecessary training, they don't have the money to to spend on to be a part of the Patreon because you got to pay for the membership there. So, I right. mean, how can people pay to be on Patreon when they keep overpaying to go to all of this, you know, the courses and stuff that they don't need and buying 15 journal books and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so they broke. So that's why I push so hard on YouTube, because, I mean, I would love to go on, <laughs> me, on uh, Patreon, but, you know, I'll just be sitting over there by myself. <laughs> You wouldn't be, man. Math and I. Oh yeah, yeah. They're getting in trouble. Hey, um, so I just look it up, Griff. Um, so I have just as many view as you do for subscribers. <laughs> so I'm making my way up. <laughs> I got fourteen thousand views on YouTube. <laughs> hey, hey, that's that's nothing to uh, mm -hmm. to sleep on, man. Oh, that's an man. achievement as well. Oh, congratulations that, to you. That. I just need to get more, act, get active on YouTube. Well, that's a whole nother beast. You know, that's Griff thing right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, it's oh, about yeah. the McHugh's thing. It's coming. Yeah, it's Sorry, a learning process. Sorry, y'all. Level up, hit me up. It's a learning mm -hmm. process. They took precedence. It's coming, though. Mm -hmm. What in the world? Was I have no idea. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, the social media platform that I cannot stand. Oh, this should be fun. No, I think I've spoken about it before because I, I really, really don't like it. It's Clubhouse. I don't like Clubhouse. Oh, man. How, you, how, how did I forget about Clubhouse? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about Clubhouse. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Hey, Clubhouse doesn't do it for me. I don't like the platform. It's not that it has nothing to do with the rooms that I've been in and the people whose rooms that I've joined or spoken in at all. Not at all. The notary world is doing some great things on there. Shout out to Lori Morgan again. Um, and the star, um, what's Star's last name? Is it Jones? McQueen. McQueen. Oh, Star McQueen. That's right. Every time I see your last name, I think of uh, of Cars, <laughs> the Disney movie, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Um, you know shout out to them because they they do host some great rooms however i just don't like the platform i don't like that if i'm listening to it on my phone it takes over my phone i I just don't like it everything about the application bothers me i have it on my, my pc um i use an application called club deck so that way I can I can be on Clubhouse using my my uh, the the same mic that we pod on, um, and I ju- I just don't like it. And I think part of the reason I don't like it is because I don't like uh, poor audio quality. Like that that is an issue for me. And since Clubhouse is driven by your phone, a lot of people's phones sound like crap. Yeah, because you know Q Q Q got to have that radio voice, you know, that deep, very white voice, you know, that all the ladies go <laughs> yeah. crazy and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, that's Q. It's just not pleasing <laughs> on the ear, man. Like, if, I, if I'm if i going to take my time and take an hour to listen to something, it needs to yeah, be pleasing to right. my ears. Bad quality audio is not, it doesn't appeal to me. I just yeah, don't like nah, the platform. I completely agree. You know, especially if you if you, if, if you wanted to... Um, if they wanted to catch people's attention, you know, I can't. You can't be sounding horrible now. I completely agree with you on that one, Q. Yeah, plus, I don't like talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, which um, one do you like? So, I get to name two here. Um, one of the platforms that I like, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the platforms that I like is called Rumble. All right. Now, Rumble is a lot like YouTube, except it doesn't have all of the restrictions of YouTube. People aren't yanking down your videos because they've got that, they've got feelings about what you said. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen on Rumble. All right. So Rumble is one of my favorite places to go hear that raw when I want to hear that raw or when I want to hear something that um media outlets are telling me I shouldn't be listening to. Actually mm-hmm. I have never heard of that, but I will look it up now. <clears throat> yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with Rumble. Yeah, big fan of Rumble. But is it Rumble.com? Um and, and a lot of All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of my favorite uh people that I follow on YouTube, um, they are on Rumble as well. So it's nice to be able to hear them a little bit more filter or, or be able to elaborate a little bit more on a topic than what they do on YouTube. Okay. All right. Perfect. I'll just, <clears throat> if I just pan that, I definitely will be checking that out. Yeah. And then the other social media platform that I am a huge fan of, Matherin mentioned it earlier, is Facebook. Man, my notary business key, the notary has been built off of Facebook. Facebook is the largest platform uh, in the world for people from the ages of, I think it's like 28 and up, right? I'm not interested in trying to be young and stick with the new hot thing. I'm interested in being around people that are engaging in business that I'm involved in, right? And so for the ages of 35 and up, 
it's number one and who has who has things to protect right who has assets to protect your community does they're all there and just think about it like this you know how many people um struggle with technology and how many older folks that are in their 60s and you know pushing 70 they learned how to use facebook and they're comfortable there they talk about you know neighborhood watches on there you got people talking about did you hear that loud that loud bang at two o'clock in the morning (laughs) in the community groups your community is there that's why i love facebook because everybody that's got money to spend on what we offer is on facebook that is true you're right about that all the other social stuff, I don't even care about. I, I gave social media up for myself personally a long time ago, but if you see me on there, I'm representing my business. No, no you're right. I think um, that you just said as far as the community being up there, the, there's another one. Next, The Next Door app is very similar to that, where, you know, yeah, people with yeah, next your neighborhood too. just you know, keeping you um, informed of what's going on. And hey, you know what? It's actually pretty good. You know, even if you, you you don't have to post, but just going on there, just seeing what's happening within your area, you know, that's definitely a great thing. Yeah, but Nextdoor's advertising structure is a little weird. Um, I, I tried their ads. It looked to be like it was going to be a great situation because you know they break it down by almost like neighborhoods within mm-hmm. your area. Um, and they tell you, you know, how many how many phones are registered in that area. You know, when you see that fourteen thousand number in a small little area, that's telling you how many phones are there. You know, how, um, and so it, it shows you a large pool, but that doesn't mean that they're all on next door. Um, so it's it's a little misleading. Yes, there's traffic on there. It's a little bit different, and that might just be in my area. It's very area based, you know, and it just depends on what part of the country that that you're in, and has that part of the the country adopted that tool? Um, because there are other tools that are yeah. similar out there. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. So so what what you got, Griff? Name one more. Uh, name one more social media. Mm. <laughs> that I like, well, shoot, I'm really not on. Uh-huh. Um, I go way back, way back. <laughs> I told you I like MySpace. <laughs> I mean, there hasn't really been, you know, a whole lot of significant social media platforms out there. I think MySpace kind of kicked things off with Facebook. I mean, I remember when Facebook was just, you, you had to be have a, a college um, email address to be able to sign in. It happened back in 2004 when I, when I had first wow. gone to college. Yeah, things have changed, huh? Yeah. Now the college kids want to be on TikTok. <laughs> I can't stand TikTok. Freaking, mm-hmm. I, I, hate, I hate TikTok. You know, and everybody out there, I, I know y'all like, uh-uh, I love me some TikTok. You want to know what TikTok is? TikTok is 24-7 infomercials. This is what it is. People are living life like they're living in infomercials. <laughs> That's the way I see it. If you're on TikTok being an infomercial, hey, hold that. Yeah, you're going to have that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, see, I um, well, I, I, I tried TikTok a couple of months ago, but I recently deleted. I just, I, I couldn't get the hang of it. And every time I go on there, it's like I'm swiping, I'm seeing some crazy video and whatnot. <laughs> so I end up deleting it. I just couldn't get a hang of it or anything like that. And it's just, it just wasn't for me. Like at at that time when I created it, it just was not for me, man. So I had a, I had to take a step back from that. I mean, 
it, it can also be that it's a counterintelligence tool, intelligence tool being used by the CCP on the American people, and they banned TikTok over in China. But I should probably stop speaking about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that could be another reason why oh, I don't man. like it. Yeah. Do your homework. The information's hey. there for you. Oh, yeah. And if you yeah, just go back, just listen to what you just said and just research that. That's all, I, you know, that's all to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm yeah. a fan of pretty much anything that got video. <laughs> I can, I can, I can rock with it. I can do like a live stream. Um, yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So, so Facebook would probably be a okay platform for me, you know, something that I like, but again, with Facebook, not everybody gets to see it, you know, only a select few. So, well, here's the thing on Facebook. Your posts will live for about three to four days on Facebook. So if you're in those groups, like I tell people to do, within a three to four day time span, if they're active in the group for the most part, or if they are logging into Facebook on a regular basis, eventually whatever you post is going to be seen. You know, and as a business, Facebook has very good insights. Um, I encourage everybody to go out there and just start understanding what is connecting with your community. What are you getting responses from? What are you getting likes from? How long are they actually paying attention to whatever it is that you post, be it a video or an image? Are they clicking on the image? Are they clicking on the links? Right. You know, are you getting likes? Are you getting comments? This is what we should be using social media for. You know, and if you're not running tests right now, I'm running a test for us. You know, Matherin got mad. I know, I know he got mad because I would have sent him the long <laughs> videos that I'd be posting the snippets. He was like, "What you mean I'm not getting the snippet?" I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm running, I'm running a test because I, I, I changed the format of it and I'm testing damn, to see how the people respond." Right. <laughs> I was like, "You gotta chill for a week or two because I, I need to see and get this this feedback back." You know, and if people see it from mm-hmm. you and then they see my post pop up, they're only going to look at my post and they're going to say, oh, he just reposted it. I'm not going to look. Now I'm not getting real yeah. numbers. Nah, makes sense. Makes sense. Now nah, we good. I good. Hey, we, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> but hey, these are the things that you should be doing with your businesses. Yeah. Okay. Testing things. Take a chance. Change things up just to check to see if something else might work. But you want to be able to track it. Okay, use your insights. Yeah, yep. that's all I've been doing, and that's what I'm doing now. So, like, at the end part of the year, I started doing evaluation, looking at, <clears throat> you know, the things that I've been doing, what's working, what's not working, um, how to keep something that's working to continue to work, all of that, and um, and switch things up a little bit, you know, um, update my profile on my, on, you know, my notary profile, all of those different little things, you know, they they make a difference. Yeah, take a risk, change some things up, evaluate, adjust, and keep mm-hmm. moving. You know, that it, that's a part of it, too. Not just learning how to do the job. Now that you got the job, you, if you want to keep this business going, you better see how it's operating and be able to have solid data to back up the way that mm-hmm. you're moving. Get your plan right. Stick to your plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so... Well, that's good. Shoot. So hopefully you know the reason you're ready to rock and roll out there and make something happen instead of just sort of sitting back and just 
listening because it's now time for y'all to start making a move. Yep. Got to bust the move. <laughs> if you oh, yeah. want Now, if you don't really want to do too much out here it. and you just want to just lay around, Mapton's going to be selling Snuggies. <laughs> Shoot, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> www.captivatednotarystore.com. Mapton Snuggies are coming soon. <laughs> I have them with the little elf ears oh, for man. Christmas. You know what? That's not a bad idea. You know? <laughs> little elf shoes. Yo, <laughs> little elf shoes for the start start a multi-million dollar company right now. And... <laughs> <laughs> little John Snuggies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Hey, do we have anything else for the people? No, no, no dude. We good, man. Yeah. Alright, well, we're gonna get out of here then. Hey guys, love your life, love your business, love yourself. We're out of here. We know the reason I'm safe. We know the reason I'm sealed. We know the reason I'm sealed. Here we go. Took the game over, we home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast, you can't hold us. Y'all heard the word, y'all heard the word. Griff, Matherin, and Q, yeah, we on a verse. So diverse, with no rehearse, that's how we work. Authentic when we give it, if we said it, then we meant it. Not to be confused with other people's views. They get it how they get it, and we get it how we do. Look, homie, this a whole different game. We got a whole different aim, we in a whole different lane. Yeah. We know the reason's unsealed. This my everyday life. We know the reason's sealed. Everyday I hustle out here living it right. We know the reason's sealed. Put the stamp down and step in front of the mic. Took the game over, we home now. We soldiers. Riff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast, you can't hold us. We know the reason's sealed. Unsealed. This my everyday life. <laughs>